Hello everyone, it's Anna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are listening to the Baby Sleep Project Show, the place to learn about baby sleep and sleep coaching. I'm a mother of two, theoretical biologist and author of the Baby Sleep book, All-in-One Sleep Coaching Solution for Tired Parents. I decided a few days ago to start a podcast about baby sleep and publish one episode a day for 30 days. In each episode, I will answer three questions related to baby sleep. These questions come from the readers of my book, my friends and family, and from members of some sleep-related groups on the internet. You can also send your questions to info at mybabysleepproject.com. My goal with this podcast is to help parents who struggle with baby sleep and also to improve my book and collect common problems and questions that should be included in the next version. Question number one is this. Is it okay for my child to watch TV before bed? Well, uh, watching TV or any other kind of screens is not a very good idea before bedtime, not only for babies, but also for adults. And moreover, a screen time is really not recommended until one or two years of age. And even after that, it should be limited. But especially before bedtime, it's not a good idea. And it has something to do with uh, melatonin. Uh, I have a subchapter about this in my book, so I will just uh, read it out loud. Make sure that your children's screen time is as far from bedtime as possible. It should definitely not be part of the bedtime routine. Why does most experts experts say that it is best to switch off all screens at least an hour before bedtime? The answer is melatonin. Melatonin is a natural hormone that is released by the pineal gland and that regulates the sleep-wake cycle. In the evening, it promotes sleepiness and makes you fall asleep quicker. Its release is triggered by darkness, so it has very low levels during the day. Not only sunlight, but also blue light emitted by TVs, computer screens or smartphones suppresses melatonin production. So if you or your child try to go to bed after watching a screen, it will be more difficult to fall asleep because your melatonin levels won't be at their natural high. That said, I have read many comments from moms who said that their children fall asleep easily after watching TV. And of course, as, as, it, as it is with nearly everything uh, about uh, parenting and, and sleep coaching and baby temperaments, every baby is different. So that can happen. But generally, it is not a good idea. Even if, even if your baby uh, does that, probably it's not a very good habit that, that you should build. And it would be better to, um, to use this time to read a book or sing a lullaby or just cuddle with your kid. Of course, that's not, it's not always possible to avoid screen time before bed. For example, a reader of my book, uh, a mother of three, who had twins under the age of one and also a toddler, uh, and she had to put her kids to bed alone because her husband wasn't home for bedtime uh, during the week. The only solution she could find to putting her kids to bed was to put on some TV uh, for the toddler. 
And that was because the twins had to go to bed earlier and it took them at least half an hour to fall asleep. And it was not possible to put them to sleep with a toddler in the same room and uh, because she was loud and was jumping around. So she couldn't just leave her toddler in another room playing <laughs> quietly and peacefully for half an hour. So she had to put on some TV. And of course, after that, it was time for the toddler to go to bed. So if you have no other solutions, if you have no help, and if it works, if the toddler can still fall asleep, then don't be hard on yourself. This is just one possible solution to this. But otherwise, if you have other options, just try to uh, uh, separate screen time from bedtime with at least one, an, one hour. Question number two. Should I make bath time part of our bedtime routine? Will it help my baby to fall asleep? Well, the answer, as with many other questions, depends on the baby. In many cultures, parents think of bathing as an obligatory part of the bedtime routine, but it doesn't have to be. It is true that a warm bath makes some babies uh, sleepy and it calms them down. And it's also a very nice way of bonding and playing with your baby before bedtime. But that said, some babies get really fussy and angry during bath time. Uh, some of them just don't like the water or are afraid of the situation. Others, uh, they just get overexcited and like too much, then like playing too much in the bath. And they're splashing around and get excited and then it just makes them uh, more hyper. So, as I, as I write in my book, never make a baby angry before bedtime. So, if your child likes baths, then make it part of the bedtime routine. If you enjoy giving a bath for, uh, to your baby and if you are comfortable doing it, even, even when you are alone with your baby, because I know that some parents don't like it to do it alone, especially with newborns, then do it. But if you become nervous during bath time because you are afraid that you would drop your baby or if your baby doesn't like baths, or if your baby gets overexcited, then don't make it part of your bedtime routine. It's not a rule that it should be part of the bedtime routine. Also, there are practical considerations, uh, like the, the skin of newborns are really sensitive. So for most of them, it's not even good to give daily baths. So if you only bathe your baby once a week or twice a week, then of course it, it shouldn't be part of the bedtime routine. For older kids, it might be necessary to bathe every day, but still, sometimes it's not just not practical to make uh, showers or, or baths uh, part of the bedtime routine. For example, in the case of toddlers who play in the sandbox a lot during the day, you might want to just wash them off as soon as they come home from the playground and you don't want to wait until, until before bedtime. So, do it as you wish uh, and experiment with it. And even if uh, you decide on something, just take a few months and then reevaluate. So some babies who previously hated boss, they, they might get to like them 
and vice versa. Maybe your baby liked baths as a newborn, but now as a toddler, it, it just doesn't work as part of the bedtime routine. Question number three. What lullabies do you sing to your babies? Please give me some ideas. Well, lullabies are unquestionably one of the most favorite part of the bedtime routine for most children and also parents. Usually it is the last uh, thing to do in the bedtime routine. Uh, it can be a very nice sleep cue for babies so they know that now everything is over, stories, books, cuddling is over and now it's time to sleep. So to help parents to uh, come up with ideas, uh, if you purchase my book, I include as a bonus a Spotify playlist, which is a compilation of um, more than two hours worth of lullabies. And I selected lullabies specifically that are easy to learn, that has easy melodies and easy lyrics. And these are all English lullabies. So if your uh, mother tongue is not English, then it wouldn't help you, I guess. But still, you can sing the, the, the melodies for your kids if you like them. It includes things like, just to give some ideas, I will not sing them now, but uh, I will just uh, tell you the titles. So like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, Hush, Little Baby, Rockabye Baby, Girls and Boys Come Out to Play, Row, Row, Row Your Boat, Sleep Tight, Are You Sleeping, Little Bo Peep, Hush My Darling, um, Danny Boy, and so on. Okay, but what if you are too shy to sing to your baby? First of all, don't be too shy. Your baby doesn't mind if you don't have a perfect pitch or perfect voice. But if you, are, if you really don't want to sing, then you can just as easily use a nursery rhyme as a sleep cue. So nursery rhymes are very good because you don't have to actually sing them. You can even whisper them if that's called for. Uh, they also have a rhythm and they work just as well as a sleep cue as a lullaby. So with my book, you also get a collection of classic nursery rhymes. I think it's more than 130 uh, nursery rhymes. So you can choose the ones you like. You just memorize one or two. You don't have to vary it. It's, it's actually better if you just stick to one, one lullaby or one nursery rhyme and you use the same as a sleep cue every single night. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful. If you would like your own questions about baby sleep coaching to be answered on my show, you can send them to me at info at mybabysleepproject.com. You can check out my book about sleep coaching at shop.mybabysleepproject.com. See you tomorrow.